Do you believe that you can go to the store tomorrow and use your dollars to buy some chicken? And does that store believe that tomorrow they can go to the chicken producer and buy some chicken from them? Well, let's talk about what people believe on the Anti-Woke Podcast. So there's been a crash in the cryptocurrency markets, I think over maybe the last three months or something. Looks like Bitcoin went from somewhere around $60,000 per Bitcoin to under $30,000, maybe twenty-eight right now. And it's down in general, but it's in the news in particular, maybe because of yesterday or probably the day before. Um, there's a couple cryptocurrencies called Luna and Terra. So like moon and earth, Luna and Terra. And I guess I guess both of them like have completely. I mean, they're basically worthless. I think right now, um, maybe went from like a hundred dollars down to two cents. There's a mildly famous. I mean, I never heard of him, but there's a mildly famous rapper slash YouTuber named KSI. He's a black British rapper YouTuber. And well, actually, I have heard of him because he did. He, I don't know if you heard. He did a boxing match with Logan Paul who I also don't know nothing about, except that he does these boxing matches that I hear about and don't watch. But in any case, this rapper, KSI, I think, you know, so the price of... So, so Luna or Terra is based on, you know... Terra is backed up by Luna, or Luna is backed up by Terra. So they're just, they're kind of... I don't know. They're attached to each other. Let's say Terra is backed up by Luna. It doesn't matter which direction. So basically people are like, oh, Terra can't go wrong because it's backed up by Luna. You can never lose any money. It's backed up by Luna, which is so awesome. And then, of course, unless Luna goes to shit, which is what happened. But anyways, KSI, he, uh, I think it went to, you know, it went, uh, Terra went from like $100 down to $4. He's like, what a bargain. And so he bought $2.8 million worth of it. And he's rich, but I don't, you know, he's not a billionaire. I'm sure, I'm sure it hurts when his $2.8 million turned into like a grand or something. And so Slate Money was talking about these cryptocurrencies, you know, what's going on in the state of cryptocurrency, you know, I don't know, you know, NFTs, NFTs is a thing related to cryptocurrencies. It's down 90%. NFTs are down 90%. Uh, I, you know, I don't think anyone thinks they're going to bounce back. And it also probably would not shock anyone if NFTs just ended up being worthless. Like someone bought an NFT, I'm not going to go into what they are, but they just, they're kind of like a, I don't know, they're kind of like a signature or a piece of art. They're kind of like pieces of art, digital pieces of art that are pieces of crap. But anyway, someone bought the NFT that goes along with the very first tweet on Twitter ever. And I think they paid like $2 million and then they tried to sell it the other, I don't know, like a month ago and whatever, the auction started at. 14,000 and no one bid on it, you know, basically It's worth whatever it cost a couple million dollars. It's worth less somewhat less than 14,000 maybe worth nothing We don't know So crypto's down nfts are just gone totally the hell And obviously people are kind of worried about crypto and so they, they were doing this thing I'm not gonna explain this good, but they were doing this thing to try and make it seem Safer like hey jump on in the water's fine. Give me your money and what they would do is they would peg the cryptocurrency to some sort of real money, like the U.S. dollar, usually. And pegging kind of means attaching, I guess. Like, I thought, like, if you peg it to something, then you can't lose. But it doesn't mean you can't lose. 
The famous thing that was pegged that I know of was the Chinese currency was pegged to the U.S. dollar for years, maybe, you know, from 95 to 2015 or something. And normally currencies around the world, they go up and down in relation to each other, and that's how markets work stuff out. But in this case, China pegged it to the U.S. dollar. They made, you know, the Chinese government, however, using their money, some their banks somehow, they made sure that the Chinese, is it the yen? Whatever, no, yuan? The yuan. They made sure that the yuan was always equal to, you know, one dollar or ten cents or whatever it was. But they, they pegged it to the dollar. So as the dollar went up and down, it went up and down and always matched the exact same amount of a dollar. And that was how China was able to undercut all our American manufacturing and whatever. Rich people, you know, rich people in America were like, sweet, they've pegged, they've pegged the, the yuan to the dollar. We can ship all these expensive American jobs over to China. And that was kind of what happened there. But the thing about pegging is you can say you're doing it, you can try and do it, but you're not always successful. And I think eventually it was costing the Chinese government too much money to to peg it to the dollar. And so they just had to let the yuan float against the dollar just like normal. And so that's what's going on with cryptocurrencies is they'll like peg them to the U.S. dollar. It's like, oh, the U.S. dollar goes up or whatever. They're like, if you buy this cryptocurrency, usually they'll be like, this cryptocurrency is always worth at least one U.S. dollar. It will never go to zero. And so I think with this Luna Terra situation, I think they did have it pegged at one dollar. Like, it'll never go below a dollar. You know, the guy's like, oh, I'll buy it at four dollars. for three. I'll buy three million dollars worth of this thing at four dollars, and it can't go less than a dollar. So I can't, you know, I, I can lose, I can, it can go from four to one, but I'm not going to lose all of my money. But if things get out of control, it breaks that peg, breaks it off, I guess, and... Uh, and then it can go to zero, and that's what happened. And so, I guess the reason why it's news is because a lot of people who are, you know, I think, you know, mom and pops are starting to put their money into crypto a little bit. They hear about it so much. Everyone's making a fortune. And so this is the first big one where people are like, well, we're going to attach it to the dollar, and then, you can, you know, you can't, you can never lose all your money. And uh, turns out that ain't true. And now we have a good example of it. A lot of people lost all their money. And I looked up the, the top 50, I guess, uh, cryptocurrencies. Like, you know, I've heard of Bitcoin. I heard a few. I've heard about three or four of them. But there's like 50 of them that are worth a billion. You know, like if you wanted to buy every coin of that type, it would cost you at least a billion dollars. Bitcoin's uh, 500 billion. Ethereum's like 200 billion. And then they got a couple of them right after that. A couple of other big ones are uh, US dollar coin and tether coin. And they're worth many billions, but they're also both work a do worth a dollar because they're attached to the U.S. dollar. One of them's worth exactly one dollar, one point zero zero cent, one dollar, one point zero zero dollars, and the other one's worth point nine nine eight two dollars. So I mean, they're basically both work worth a dollar. And so I think other, other, you know, basically, how do you? Let's put it this way. So, so we'll see what happens with those things. Are they always going to be worth a dollar? And what the idea is, is that when you start your coin, you know, say your coin, you sell a billion dollars worth of your coin, well, you go buy a billion dollars worth of treasury bonds, and now, at the worst case scenario, there's always a bill, one billion dollars exactly backing up the coin. But the stuff is not well regulated, and it may be shenanigans. And what's really happening is that coins are backing themselves up with another coin, and then that coin is backing itself with another coin. So you get a chain. You get a chain of coins backing all of each other up. And then it gets 
basically then no one knows no one knows exactly what's backed up and how much and whatever so it's risky and risky investments uh whatever are worth less an investment guaranteed to pay is worth more than an investment that's super risky so that's a bunch of financial gobbledygook but the thing to say and i'm sure you heard this before is that like money you know what is money worth it's really it's just worth however much you think it's worth like if everyone in america decided tomorrow that the u.s dollar wasn't worth nothing it wouldn't be worth nothing but I know, you know, I know, you know, I believe the store will sell me uh, chicken tomorrow for U.S. dollars. And the store believes that the chicken supplier will sell them, sell the store chicken, you know, for in U.S. dollars tomorrow. And so as long as everyone believes that the dollar is going to be worth something tomorrow and in the future, then it is. It's worth as much as you think it is. And so that's where cryptocurrency is is a little bit sketchy because you know they're whatever everyone just watched cryptocurrency you know go through the roof people turned a hundred dollars into you know ten million dollars and that was awesome and they're like look this is amazing and it was amazing especially if you sold you know if you sold at the high point it was amazing but kind of like a the run on the bank in the old movie it's a wonderful life if everyone changes their mind and goes you know what i don't trust this stuff it could go to nothing, you know, better, better than the U.S. dollar can go to nothing. You know, the U.S. dollar is at least backed up by a giant military that will kill your ass. But cryptocurrency is just backed up by a bunch of tech bros thinking that it's the wave of the future. And whatever. People could change their minds. It could go to nothing. It'd be interesting to see. I mean, I think the first thing that happens is the sketchier ones go to zero first. Like Bitcoin, everyone's heard of that. People are invested in that. I think, you know, some people's retirement, mutual funds are invested in Bitcoin and whatnot. So that one's not going to be the first one, but it's going to be the, the little ones you never heard of. They're the ones that are going to go away first. So. so we'll just wait and see. Another interesting thing I forgot to mention. Um, so there's a company called Coinbase, and you can buy cryptocurrency through, I mean, I don't, I don't know much about it. It's probably Coinbase.com. Um, the thing about, I think I know about them is they're anti-woke because maybe like a year ago, they told all their employees, we're not going to have any political crap at our company. And if you don't like it, you can get, I forget what they gave them, three months paid severance and take off. And basically it was all, it was because woke people were getting out of hand and they're like, okay. If you're woke and you want to be woke and make the company woke, then you can't. But here's a ton of money. Now take off. And so a lot of people did. But in any case, so it's kind of like a stock market. It's kind of like a bank. And so there's they're talking about there's some confusion about it because they, they I guess they did a tweet, right? You know, companies do tweets nowadays. And they did a tweet saying something like, um, whatever, Coinbase does not guarantee your money you know you could lose money you know you put money into crypto stuff through coinbase uh you could lose money and what it was is it illustrates there's a difference between like a broker like a stockbroker or whatever and a bank and in fact coinbase does both things but so here's the difference between a stockbroker and a bank like say you buy some apple stock through a stockbroker well you own that apple stock if that stockbroker goes out of business, 
has no effect on you and your owning of that Apple stock because you're the one who owns it. But when you put $100 in a bank account, that doesn't mean you own like a $100 bill in the bank's vault. You are loaning the money to the bank. The bank now owes you 100 bucks. You, you put $100 in your bank account, the bank owes you 100 bucks. And so I think today the government will pay you back. Basically, if the bank goes out of business, they won't pay you. They, you know, whatever. You loaned it to them, and they're never going to pay you back. The federal government does act as a backstop, and will. it's insured, FDIC insured. So you will get your money back probably, but, but it's different. And then there's different kinds of banks. So depending on the kind of bank, when you put m your money in that bank, it may not be insured, and you could lose all your money. Basically, your money is co-mingled. Like, you put $100 into a bank, and your buddy puts in $100, and Sally and John, and everyone puts in $100, well, the bank just takes all that money and does whatever the hell they want with it. They don't keep it separate. Like, oh, here's the $100 from Sally, and here's the $100 from John. The money has been co-mingled, and there's no separate little accounting of it. Or whatever. It, hopefully, that makes a certain sense. But So that's how Coinbase is. You know, if you go buy Bitcoin through Coinbase... I think it depends on what type of account you open or whatever. Um, one way you may you just you own that Bitcoin. You buy a Bitcoin, you own the Bitcoin. Coinbase goes away. Who cares? You still own that one Bitcoin. But other accounts, they co-mingle your money. So you, John and Sally, y'all put in your money, and Coinbase just takes all that money, puts it together, and then just buys a bunch of coins. You know, they take a bunch of money, buy a bunch of coins, and then you are owed whatever. And then they tell you they'll pay you back later, and they are not. FDIC insured, so if they go under, you're hosed on that one. Twitter handle at Anti Woke Podcast, and thanks for listening.